Uninformed immigrants are at a huge disadvantage in court, in financial and legal matters, and also sometimes in life. Well, what can we do about it? I'll tell you what. We can train, teach, inspire, and empower immigrants to maximize their lives regardless of their immigration status. And that's exactly what we're going to do here. I am your immigration lawyer and host, Otis Landerholm, and this is the Empowered Immigrant Podcast. Hello and welcome. Hello, welcome everyone. Thank you so much for being here. Welcome to another episode of the Empowered Immigrant Live. My name is Otis Landerholm. I'm the founding attorney here at uh, Landerholm Immigration APC, where we fight for your American dream. We're a law firm based in Oakland, California, and we fight for the rights of immigrants. So welcome, and thank you all so much for being here. Today, uh, we're at another episode of the Empowered Immigrant Live, and we're talking about 212H waivers, all right? What are they? How to win them? Let's talk about 212H waivers, okay? So, um, so welcome to everyone. Thank you for being here, whether you're on YouTube or Facebook or TikTok or Instagram um, or LinkedIn. Like, thank you. Thank you for, for joining me today. Remember, the Empowered Immigrant Live is here to train, teach, inspire, and empower immigrants to make the most out of immigration laws and to make the most out of their lives. All right. So today our theme is 212H waivers. What are they? How to win them? And my question for you is, do you want to win a green card? Right. Is, is this your year to apply for something? Is this your year to come out of the shadows? Is this your year to go for an improvement and an upgrade in your legal immigration status? Because if so, go for it. And I'd love to help you with it. And my firm is on a mission to win 10,000 immigration cases in the next 10 years. We would love for your case to be one of them. All right. Uh, so thank you for everyone um, for being here. If you have questions as we go, then, you know, I'd love to, I'd love to answer your questions. Um, we'll do the topic and then um, I'll open it up for questions. So as we're going, if you've got questions uh, for me, you know, that's part of what we're, we're doing here. Because we are live, ladies and gentlemen, um, here today on the 8th of June. So I like to start um, our Empowered Immigrant Sessions with an empowerment tip. And um, when I was thinking about the empowerment tip today, I was like, ah, you know, it's like, where are we at? Where are we at right now, everybody? It's like we've got an election coming up next year. We have Republican presidential candidates, Ron DeSantis in Florida, right, who's passing crazy anti-immigrant laws, laws that are foolish, right? And in my view, he's just trying to win votes from scared and ignorant people, and he's trying to get his name into the press. So that's happening. And we also have the Biden administration, which is making changes at the border, but those, they're what he's doing with immigration law, from my perspective, is not very effective. And they're reducing people's rights that are trying to seek asylum. And many of them, in my view, are foolish, too. And I think that there's also some making of political moves because of the election next year. And so he's trying to show he's tightening up the border and all this stuff so that he can stand up stronger 
in his reelection campaigns for next year. At the same time, we've got Congress, which is arguing about the debt ceiling and arguing about a bunch of other nonsense. They can't seem to agree on anything. And at the same time, we've got the press, which keeps talking about a potential recession and keep trying to scare us with a bunch of other stuff that's, that's happening. And so I'm like, gosh, all this stuff is going on. Like, what do you do to stay empowered? This is the Empowered Immigrant Live, ladies and gentlemen. So what do you do to stay empowered when the world around is messy? When the world around is like full of challenges and difficulties and problems and frustration? What do you do? My best advice, are you ready for it? My best advice is do not focus on things that you can't control. Put on a limit, a time limit. Hey, I'll, I'll just spend five minutes scrolling my phone on what the, what the news headlines say just to make sure I haven't missed anything huge, but then that's it. And I'm going to turn my focus on things that I actually can control. That's my best advice. Focus on what you have control over. Focus on how you can improve yourself. Right? For me, right now, I'm waking up at 4.30 in the morning. Every day training. I'm training for a triathlon. It's happening on Sunday. And we're making changes within our law firm to get better and to provide better services. And I'm paying for additional training and coaching for myself so that I can get myself to the next level in terms of my own skill set. That's where I am focused. I'm asking myself, how can I improve what I'm doing and what I can control? And I'm taking action to make progress there. So my challenge for you, if you're listening, and if you feel kind of that way too, hey, the world around has too much uncertainty, there's too much craziness happening. Yeah, it can feel overwhelming and disempowering, quite honestly. So my advice is turn it off and instead focus on how you can improve yourself. Right? How you can improve yourself. Take that on and you'll be more empowered. Okay? So that's my empowerment tip for today. I hope that was useful. Hope it was helpful. If it was, let me know. And if it was not, hey, let me know that too. That's fine. All right? So now I want to talk about waivers, and we're getting into the topic. And in our firm, we love winning complex waivers. And if you have an inadmissibility issue of any kind, like we're here to help. All right? That's what lawyers are for. So... Um, we had a client who had his green card denied. He's married to a U.S. citizen, but he got his green card denied because of an old criminal record. And his prior attorney didn't address that record properly in his case. So then the client come to us, came to us, this was three years ago, and we ran FOIAs first. We reviewed the record carefully first, Right? And this gentleman uh, had an embezzlement conviction from the past. 
And if he had had a good criminal defense attorney, he would never have accepted that conviction. But that is the conviction of record, and that is what the record says. And immigration, when they're looking at a criminal record, they'll take it for the face value of what the conviction code was, right? And so my advice there was, hey, client, you got two options. Client, you got two options. Option number one, you could hire a criminal defense expert to see if, if they could vacate or undo the criminal conviction itself. And then you could come back and hire us and we could help you to refile for your green card without that inadmissibility. If you can get rid of the crime, then it wouldn't make you inadmissible anymore. That's option one. And sometimes that is an option, all right? Or, client, you could hire us for option two, where you hire us to just refile your green card right now along with a 212H waiver asking the government to waive and forgive the criminal inadmissibility. Got it? And now this client chose option two. He hired us. We refiled his case along with a very lengthy 212H waiver, and it took a long time, and it took a lot of work, but it was approved, and now he's got a green card. And that's the power of a 212H waiver, okay? So today we're talking about 212H and, and, and 212H waivers. And so what are they? What are we really talking about? Well, remember, waivers, just generally, waivers are a formal request, formal ask of please forgive me. It's, an, it's a way to ask for forgiveness to the government for problems in the past that cause inadmissibility, okay? So some inadmissibility issues are waivable, some are not. The most common waiver you've probably heard of is an unlawful presence waiver, which is waived on Form I-601A. It can also be waived on Form I-601. That's not what we're talking about today. Today we're talking about how to waive crimes. Because to waive crimes requires a 212H waiver. That's what the 212H waiver is designed to do. Okay? So let's talk about waiving crimes, criminal convictions. All right? Now the basics is that some crimes don't require any waiver, but some crimes do. Like, for example, if you have a conviction for reckless driving, right, you were swerving or whatever, it wasn't, you know, I'm not talking about DUIs, I'm not talking about, you know, but you were, maybe you were driving reckless, all right, that specific crime does not cause inadmissibility. Some crimes don't. That specific crime does not have direct immigration consequences. You can still get a green card even if you have a conviction of quote-unquote reckless driving, right? It doesn't make a person inadmissible, so you don't need to waive the inadmissibility. You don't need a 212H waiver. Got it? 
let me know in the chat if you have questions, you know, ask me, let me know if you have questions. And if you're, if you're with me and if you can like, I don't know, like, tell me, tell me if you can, if this is making sense. Some crimes don't cause inadmissibility. And so you don't need a waiver of them. Period. That's the way it is. But some crimes do. All right. Now, the next thing to know is some crimes are waivable, kind of at the other end of the spectrum. Some crimes are waivable and some crimes are not. What's an example there, Otis? Well, let me tell you. If a person was convicted of embezzlement, like I mentioned earlier, depending on the state, and there's a lot, there's a whole analysis that goes into this, all right? Was it a permanent, was it with the intention to permanently deprive, you know, you know th there's all kinds of um, questions that go into it, but if it is categorically a quote-unquote crime involving moral turpitude, which I could do a whole episode about, and I will if you want me to, all right? If it's categorically a quote-unquote crime involving moral turpitude, a CIMT, then that will have immigration consequences, all right? That does cause inadmissibility, but if it is that, it is waivable, okay? CIMTs, crimes involving moral turpitude, are waivable, but, but, if someone has a conviction, for example, for transportation of a controlled substance, controlled substance convictions have severe immigration consequences, but are not waivable. Okay, so some crimes are waivable and some crimes are not. Okay, you got you to gotta know that. So, we're just talking the basics right now, all right? So when you're waiving crimes, step number one, right, it's very important to first review all of the records carefully. Let's determine what the immigration consequences are of each individual conviction and whether or not waivers are needed and whether or not the convictions even can be waived. Right? Can you even request a waiver? So that's step one. All right? But if you are eligible and if you need a 212H waiver, then you go on to step two, which is how do you win that thing? All right? 212H waivers are not automatic. They are not easy. All right? You will definitely need a lawyer to help you prepare this thing. To win a 212H waiver, you have to show one of two things, all right? Either, one, 15 years have passed since the conviction, and you're rehabilitated, and that quote-unquote granting your waiver is not contrary to the national interest, which we have to explain. But the question there is, have 15 years passed? All right, if this was a long time ago, then great. That's typically easier. Or option two is, hey, do you have a spouse, parent, son, or daughter who's a U.S. citizen or a green card holder who we can demonstrate, who we can show would suffer, quote-unquote, extreme hardship if this waiver were denied? 
okay? Not the normal amount of hardship, an extreme level of hardship. And that's where it's very similar to other waivers at that point, right? How do you show extreme hardship? Well, any family member, any child is going to suffer if their father or mother is denied and deported, right? So there's going to be some hardship always. But how do we document an extreme level of hardship, right? It's got to be higher than what a family member would normally suffer if their husband or their father or their spouse were denied and deported. It's got to be an extreme level of hardship. So how do you show that? How do you document that? You look to medical issues, psychological issues, financial issues, personal, safety, well-being. Whatever issues or harm that we can document, we want to document it. And it's like, okay, working together. You got to think outside the box sometimes. Let's, let's create a, a budget that shows the financial situation that, of how your family relies on you so that if you were deported, right, they would suffer financially in these ways. And we document that, we show it, and we send it with your waiver. We get the psychological evaluations for your spouse and your children so that we can show an expert opinion as to how they would suffer emotionally if you were denied or deported. We look to medical issues. What, you know, when was the last time your spouse was hospitalized? When was the last time your children had an asthma attack or had some other medical issue where they needed your help? All right? We look to safety and well-being issues. How safe is it in your home country? How would your family suffer if you were, you know, sent back to a place that's not safe? And, and what if they were to go with you back to where it's not safe? Or what if there was this separation? How would that harm, you know, harm them and harm you? we got to document all of that. Document all of it. These waivers can be this big. All right? And where do we submit it? After we've prepared all this documents, documentation, where do we submit it? Well, we either refile your green card application to USCIS and include the waiver packet, or sometimes you can file an I-212H, a 212H waiver directly in immigration court in front of an immigration judge if you're in removal proceedings. Okay? That's really, you know, it's 1025. I, I'm going longer than I normally do today. Uh, but that's really everything I wanted to share about 212H today. All right? Waiving crimes is a big topic. And if you're in that situation, if you need help in a situation like that at all, please reach out. All right? We'd love to help you. We'd love to help you navigate that. All right? It's one of the things that we are very, very good at. So, um, so that's all that I have. Um, I don't see that we've received any specific questions out there. And so, um, so anyway, so thank you all for being here. Aquí uh, la cepeda, Kayla cepeda, maybe that's how it is. Hello on Instagram. And uh, Violet Crow, hello on Instagram. Thank you both so much for being here on Instagram. 
Hello to everybody on YouTube and Facebook and LinkedIn and TikTok. Like, hello, and thank you all so much for being here. Um, so I talked a lot today. I hope it was useful. I hope it was helpful. If you still have a question that I haven't answered, please still send it and I'll still answer it. Um, I will stop our recording here and we'll, we'll start in Spanish in just a moment. If this was useful though, hey, my best advice is to subscribe to our channel in YouTube and when you do, click the notifications bell. All right, just takes a second. Go to YouTube, go to Landerholm Immigration um, and you could just type that into a YouTube search and then click the subscribe button and the notifications bell and then you'll receive additional updates and news whenever we post additional updates and news. All right, I've got some additional videos that we'll be upload, uploading um, uh, maybe today uh, or if not tomorrow, right? Um, recorded the videos, sometimes it takes them, you know, it takes us a, a minute to prepare them, post them, edit them, things of that nature. Um, but anyway, I want you to be able to access that. So the best way to do that is to subscribe to our YouTube channel. And hey, if you have an immigration case or if you have specific questions about your like private issue, you know, question, then please give us a call. All right. We have an outstanding consultations team. We are here to help. We would love to help. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all so much for being here. Again, my name is Otis Landerholm. I'm the founding attorney here at Landerholm Immigration APC, where we fight for your American dream. We'll see you next week on our next episode of the Empowered Immigrant Live. If you speak Spanish, join us in a few minutes in Spanish. Um, that's all I got. Thank you all so much. We'll see you next time. Have a great day. Take care. Bye-bye.